0: Hi, Sa. So, what's up, dude? What's so. Yeah, it was up. Uh, yeah, was, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey there. Hey, and welcome to the Wonder Binge Podcast. Thank you.
1: Let's <laughs> talk about some shit, you know?
0: <laughs> hey, welcome to Wonder Binge Podcast. This is a podcast about a lot of stuff. It's about a lot of stuff that we're interested in. It's whatever we're feeling. Today, I'm... Your host Jen, don't break. Keep going. You're doing great. It's your turn, man. I announced myself. It's you your laughed turn. through your name. Jen, down.
1: Aviv. Oh, Aviv. Oh.
0: <laughs> I am Aviv.
1: Approximately one Viv. <laughs> and I'm Maria.
0: Do you ever just like <laughs> your eyes start watering? <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm crying. Yeah.
0: Why are we crying? I don't know. Why did everything just get so blurry?
1: Everything is weird right now.
0: Oh my god. Should we okay. pause
1: and watch a YouTube video or something?
0: <laughs> Honestly, maybe, yeah. Let's, let's do that. I'm gonna pause. Oh god, how do I pause?
1: Welcome to Wonder Bean! Welcome to Wonder Bean! Hi, I'm Maria. Hi, I'm Jen! Uh. Theme. You, ha- I hate you. I hate you.
0: Me? Yeah. Me? No. You no say your fucking
1: name I'm for once Jenna.
0: in your life. Just <laughs> normal. I'm Maria. I'm Jenna. <laughs> I, I I, no, I, 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 hesitated because I was like, do I say Jen or Jenna, and I panicked, and it just.
1: Well, it must suck having three forms of your name. I just have the one.
0: Oh my god, okay, well, what did we do? We, we got through introducing ourselves. We, we, I dropped my hair tie.
1: Full reset. <laughs> Let's just take a
0: breath. I, oh wow, okay. Breathe in. Do a little stretch, touch the sky. Get stuck in it because it feels like. Nice. Do you ever stretch and you're like, "Wow, I should do this more often."
1: <laughs> Every time I stretch, I'm like, "Why am I? In, why am I not always stretching?"
0: It's stretching is the bomb, <laughs> man. <laughs> stretching in water, good for you. Hydrate or dehydrate. Can't, can't relate. <laughs> stretch or be stretched.
1: You know those those like medieval torture devices? Oh my that god, like that pull you, you apart! I like. I, well, want I, want <laughs> I want one.
0: I want one. I, like, where where can I buy one? A sex shop. Does it? Oh, hmm. is where you could probably buy. That's one. That's probably where I could buy one.
1: Hey, you guys! We are Wonder Binge Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Wonder Binge Pod. We post photos of it like relevant episode things and we give updates and sometimes we post stuff.
0: Funny pictures. And if you have any topic suggestions or comments or questions, you can email us at wonderbingepod at gmail.com. Yay. Hooray. Yeehaw Maria, before we start the episode that I'm gonna I'm gonna dig into uh uh-huh. I have a quick Shout out question mark? Okay. It's a sending good vibes message.
1: Oh, good vibes. Okay. I I'm I'm preparing my vibes. So pre- <laughs> prepare your vibes. I'm preparing them. I'm charging them up with positive energy, and I'm 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 getting I'm getting ready set to send them someone's way. What where, where are we sending them?
0: We are sending them to my friend and a listener of the show, Bill, who is recovering from surgery at this moment. Oh my goodness. He just got home today and he will be recovering when this comes out and possibly when the next episode comes out. So we're going to send him some good vibes. The vibes. We're going to give you a right giggle, I hope. Oh, beautiful. It, thank you. It kind of just Bill, came out. Bill's of me. fully
1: recovered now. Because of that.
0: Oh my god! My magical healing words. <laughs> yeah, you cast healing word on Billy using that healing accent. Word. <laughs> oh, I should try that with a character. I can only cast healing word if I use an accent.
1: <laughs> all of, all of your verbal spells—it's just saying the name of the spell, but with an accent. <laughs>
0: Anyway, in honor of Bill, my good friend and listener, we I'm going to cover a topic that he suggested quite a while ago, actually. Okay. Bill's great, because he just keeps sending me articles. He's like, this might be interesting. This might be interesting. This might be interesting.
1: Hey, Bill, send me some.
0: How about hey, that? Hey, Bill, huh? don't give Maria anything.
1: <laughs> I'm fine. selfish, and I want them all to. It's fine. Moi. It's not like I was digging through our email and Instagram messages just desperately looking for a suggestion to work on <laughs> earlier today. No, no certainly not, at all. not that. No,
0: you wouldn't do that. But anyway, so the article that I'm using as the inspo for this episode was sent by Bill, and it was indeed quite interesting. Now, Maria, mm-hmm. do you remember?
1: Do you remember you when we were children? Back in December.
0: <laughs> That's right, everybody. Of in December, your child. But only December. Only December. But also July. Why? Because I feel childish at the moment, and it's July. Is that good enough reason for you,
1: Maria? Tell me about memories. (laughs) (laughs) Memories.
0: (laughs) Tell me about memories, Jenna. (laughs) Do you remember when we were children, uh, and we would take some printer paper and stain it with tea bags? Tea staining? Burn the edges and draw a bunch of little maps and a big X on it? Yeah. Yeah. What if those maps... We're real. Never. There have only
1: been two pirates in history that actually buried their treasure, and their treasure was found almost immediately.
0: Not this pirate that I'm about to talk about. <laughs> you mentioned talk about a pirate! I, the, okay, let me okay. Let me follow my notes real quick before you scramble my brain. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I literally
1: was doing pirate research this morning.
0: Were you really? <laughs> yes. Shut up. You were not doing pirate research <laughs> Yes, I, this I was. Minute. Wait, was that-
1: This was, entire was morning. Was that going to
0: be your topic? Was pirate related?
1: I literally went through six different pirate-related things (gasps) looking for something to do. That
0: is hilarious. Okay, I'm just gonna- Okay, I'm gonna continue (laughs) talking. Okay, I have a Mankey zone. Okay, give it to me. It's- It's- I mean, I hate it now that I'm rereading it, but I'm gonna do it anyway. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Maps leading to buried treasure have been sparking imagination for hundreds of years, Most of us nowadays see treasure hunting as a childhood fantasy, and any allegedly true treasure maps are the result of an imagination run too wild. But what if I told you that some of these treasure maps are real? Would your own imagination be sparked once again? Would you try to find it? What if you could? Today, I'm going to talk about some supposed treasures hidden somewhere in the U.S. of A. Hell yeah. Here's
1: the thing. is you're going to pirates, I'm going to National Treasure, maybe. I kind of touch on, in the on, very on the first one on the national treasure DVD in the like extras there is a documentary about real life treasure hunters and I would watch it so much
0: would you really I've never yes. seen that
1: I am a crazy person and I would watch like D- like DVD bonus content as much as I possibly could. So, I don't like, blame on you. On Some the, of
0: that bonus content is yeah, awesome.
1: on the on the national on the on the national treasure DVD. Yeah, there was a game, like a treasure hunting game, where you like deciphered like hieroglyphics no. and you like used um ben franklin's bifocals to like unveil secret things <gasps> and it was a full like interactive treasure hunting game hosted by the greatest character ever made riley pool
0: love me some riley Poole. i do like for a hot sec touch on national treasure Good. later later better it's it's literally a blip on the radar but anyway so this article that bill has so generously sent me like fucking like 10 months ago at this point i think um it is from reader's digest it's by author lauren Kahn, and it is titled 15 hidden treasured rumored to be somewhere in the united states now i'm not gonna go through all 15 because i don't want to i am
1: <laughs> willing to wager that i know about some, like a few of these
0: you probably do i there's there's one in particular that i Definitely think you've heard of. I picked a top five out of those 15. I
1: probably know three of you these. You think you know three? I'm going to go ahead and say I probably know rubbing three of your these. <laughs> I'm excited.
0: You are aggressively Can rubbing I just your tell you
1: right now, Jen, you know how sometimes you read my goddamn mind from a week ahead and yes. from far away?
0: Yes. This <laughs> entire, listen,
1: my current DD campaign that I am absolutely obsessed with involves pirates. Is pi- it's a pirates campaign. Mm-hmm. All I've wanted to do all week. All week is watch parts of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, which I stand by saying that is a cinematic masterpiece. And I've also been looking for my National Treasure DVD. Are <laughs>
0: you really? I'm not kidding. Are you on a treasure hunt for National Treasure? I'm on a
1: treasure hunt for my
0: National Treasure DVD. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, And Peter Pan.
1: I, I found my, my Jeremy Sumter, Peter Pan live action DVD the other day, too. Oh, my God.
0: Pirate Hook.
1: Everything's happening.
0: This is amazing. It's all coming together. All right. I'm going to tell you about the top five that I picked. I'm going to tell you about my top five. The first one that I'm going to be talking about today is the still lost Blackbeard's Atlantic Coast Treasure Trove. That sounds like
1: the name of a putt-putt course.
0: It really does. We should open a putt-putt course.
1: Why is is that a thing you think we would be
0: able to do? Why do you think we can't do it? Why are you limiting yourself? Why are you limiting us? Answer me, damn it! And now I'm starting with this one because treasure hunting is most often, I would say, associated with pirates. And since. Which it shouldn't be,
1: like, historically. Let's go on.
0: Well, yeah, there are there weren't too many pirates. Like there there were pirates, but like there weren't a lot of famous ones. And I feel like
1: the, a there lot were of a them few weren't... famous pirates, but piracy was not like treasure hunting.
0: No, it
1: was like by definition, like robbery of merchant vessels. Yeah. On the water, like most pirates started out as privateers, which were basically just like hired sailors who were hired to kill and steal from, like other people's ships mm-hmm. and then when eventually their contracts like ended they were like that was too much fun we'll just keep doing it but illegally and then they were pirates
0: and then they were like pirates. that's just
1: what pirates were it was just like robbers
0: yeah i think that's actually how uh blackbeard 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 the pirate became kind of like the poster child for the swashbuckling rogue type mm-hmm. most of us have heard of blackbeard aka edward thatch And along with his bloodthirsty crew, Blackbeard traversed the seas of the Caribbean and the Atlantic coast from 1716 to 1718 in his ship, the Queen Anne's Revenge, followed by an army of smaller pirate ships, plundering all kinds of goodies and stashing them away. Blackbeard often bragged about a particular buried treasure that only he knew the location of. So, like, they would steal stuff, but they, you're right, they wouldn't bury it. Yeah. They would keep it but blackbeard decided he was going to bury his own special little treasure somewhere okay which now that i just said that that sounds euphemistic. Special... Yeah, special well, when you said it yeah i i imagined like his like collection of care bears or something in <laughs> what a treasure the hell shop.
1: i think you mean vintage mint conditioned beanie babies
0: you are so right he ain't no care bear fan definitely a beanie baby kind of guy oh yeah blackbeard the beanie baby guy where was I? I lost my notes. Find them. I gotta find these beanie babies first. I, I have one. Do, one. do you want one? You want to go grab mine? I need a touchstone beanie baby I right have one now. One that Charlie plays with. No, nah, I'm not gonna steal Charlie's beanie baby. I won't do that to her. Anyway, so this treasure that Blackbeard allegedly hid has been a mystery since his death in 1718 and could be located anywhere from the Virginia's Chesapeake Bay all the way to the Caribbean, the West Indies, or the Cayman Islands. Like, it could be anywhere in there. Uh, Since he also looted treasure from South America all the way back to Spain as well, it's possible that his treasure is also located somewhere in there. My guess, personally, and I, I am a professional treasure hunter, as you know. Yes, of course. I think it's probably, like hidden in a sandbar that probably stopped sandbarring, if that makes sense. Because you know sandbars come and mm-hmm. go and sometimes sandbars stop showing up. That's my unofficial guess. It's probably in a sandbar somewhere. Or it doesn't exist at all.
1: I was gonna say it probably doesn't exist at all.
0: It's very possible that he was just talking it Or up. it's in
1: a cave, like in Goonies. Like one eye willies. Ooh one eye
0: Yeah, he just uh hit he an was, like inside
1: ship. the, the, the... Like, Cavern. cliff things.
0: Yeah! I just watched Goonies recently. Like, within the last month.
1: I think Serendipity is slapping me in the face right now.
0: Pirates, Goonies, like, we're we're just- Treasure. We're right on a top shebang, of each other, baby. man. There are- This is just a fun, like, insert from me. It has nothing to do with the treasure. But as I was researching Blackbeard a little bit to get some more information- I learned that there are some new facts about Blackbeard that actually were kind of surfaced recently. Okay. Which is interesting to me. In a recent study by uh, historian Bayless Brooks, which I believe is how you say his name, is Bayless, Blackbeard may not have been the ravenous and murderous pirate that Hollywood portrays him to be. Now, Brooks believes that Edward Thatch Jr., and I say Jr. because Brooks believes that Edward's father was also named Edward was a well-educated man who was originally part of the Royal British Navy, which would explain his nautical prowess, of course. Many other historians also believe that Edward never actually killed anyone until the battle that ultimately led to his death, a battle in which he was fighting for his life. So yeah, I can see why someone mm-hmm. would kill someone in that circumstance. It is more likely that Blackbeard cultivated these terrible images of himself in order to breed fear among the merchants he stole from. Hell yeah. Another fun fact, Blackbeard's ship, Queen Anne's Revenge, is speculated to be shipwrecked off the coast of North Carolina and is the only pirate ship in the world that has been scientifically studied. What? So I, I that was my reaction, too. But basically, that just means that, like, it's not just divers digging up stuff. Like, they are really, really, they're like really, really, really trying to figure out if the ship they found off the coast of North Carolina is is actually Queen Anne's Revenge, the alleged pirate ship. Which is why they're going so deep into their research of all the stuff that they're bringing back up to the surface. But aside from ammunition, bones, and a couple books, the only treasure found in Queen Anne's Revenge, or the alleged Queen Anne's Revenge, is a bit of gold dust. Why are you putting your fingers to your temples?
1: I swear, the last time I played Skyrim, which was like fucking like yesterday... The last thing I did was go into a sunken ship, no, and you didn't. get some treasure.
0: No, you didn't. Serendipity
1: in a cave.
0: Can you hop off my story? I need to not. <laughs> I need to not. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it's fine because I'm done talking about Blackbeard. Okay, I'm gonna hop into. Was the... his
1: beard actually black?
0: It was. They and the reason they focused so much on his beard when they like came up with his like pirate. Uh, moniker. Name. Moniker. Thank you. That was the word yep. I was looking for. Pirate moniker was because he like he, he styled that shit. Man, he braided it. Hell yeah! Like it, meticulous. He, and he apparently it was like really thick and mm-hmm. just luscious as fuck. Well, well, pirates
1: would have, and I guess sailors in general would have like longer beards and longer hair because to cut their hair on the sea would be seen as like an offense to Neptune. What? Yeah, I am i wasn't kidding when I said I was literally doing, like, pirate research earlier today. No like, way. I was looking at pirate superstitions and stuff. <gasps> and one of them was like, you don't cut your hair because it could be offensive to Neptune and then he could give you bad weather.
0: Interesting. But yeah, so Blackbeard's treasure, never been found. You think it doesn't exist? I'm kind of on the edge there.
1: I think treasures that are real are ones that are, like concocted by like a bit more modern people wanting to give people the experience of doing a treasure hunt. It's not buried away for them to come back to later. There's literally people that have hidden something and then given these vague clues and like sent the basically an open treasure hunt, an open scavenger hunt to the world. Yeah. And like years and years and years people haven't solved it, but like, That sort of thing is, like, for the benefit of people trying to do it. Right. Whereas in in that time, there was no benefit of him burying treasure. And I don't think his crew would be behind him in that. Because while the position of captain on a ship is a hierarchy, it's still the whole, like, one for all and all for one thing. It's usually, like, one for all. And maybe the captain gets a bonus. So I don't think the crew would be okay with him like burying a full-on treasure probably
0: not probably not you know unless he had like a little side quest and kept the treasure for himself it was like I unless can't he just like back.
1: kept his like savings
0: or his beanie babies My- he just
1: like saved up all of his all of like his share of the beanie babies and then buried it later yeah but also it's like why are you doing that
0: yeah why wouldn't you display what's them what's the look benefit at them? They're so you keep cute. it
1: and then you retire you don't bury it
0: yeah yeah He probably, he probably meant to go back to it as a retirement plan. That's, maybe, maybe maybe he was like using
1: his secret spot as like a bank. Yeah, because he doesn't
0: trust real banks because he's Blackbeard.
1: Well, I don't think there were real banks. When did banks happen?
0: (laughs) Honestly, couldn't tell you. Tyra? Tyra, Tyra Banks. Please advise. Anyway, along the same timeline as Blackbeard. Stories of other pirates, settlers, outlaws, and Spanish conquistadors were also told of hidden treasure, of hiding treasures, rather. One story in particular that has piqued quite a lot of interest is the story of the old Spanish treasure cave. Have you ever heard of this?
1: Uh, Probably, if you give me more detail.
0: Does the name Ozark ring a bell?
1: Yes, it does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Legend has it that somewhere in the Ozark Mountains is a cave on the border of Arkansas and Missouri. This cave is said to contain the hidden treasure of Spanish conquistadors who wanted to hide their fortunes before Native Americans hunted them down and killed them. The supposed cave had been sealed up, but was found by a Spaniard from Madrid in 1885 who said he had... He was led to northern Arkansas by two maps, one carved onto a rock and another onto a tree. And apparently he found these two maps with another map that he found in a family bible. Uh what?
1: We need to steal the Declaration of Independence. We need to steal that
0: Bible. Many different We need to
1: steal that Bible. (laughs) Just dounce it in lemon juice and put it in the oven. See what shows up.
0: Many different artifacts, such as armor, weapons, and a gold coin or two, have been found in and around the area of this cave, which is officially called the Old Spanish Treasure Cave. But neither of the maps... I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Neither the maps that I just mentioned... Mm -hmm. uh, The stone in the tree. The stone in the tree, nor the treasure have ever been found. But uh, during excavation in the early 1900s, so like many years later... Certain carvings were found during a drought in a part of the cave that is usually submerged in water. The carvings seemed to indicate that the treasure was in a small pool of water behind a rock wall. But before any further investigation could take place, it began to rain, and the entire cabin started to fill up with water again. Oh, shit. As I understand, uh, this particular area has still not been explored. I guess there hasn't been a drought. Couldn't they since scuba then. in there? That was my thought too. Like, why wouldn't you just scuba in there? But like, I think um, there's the risk of like loose rock. Like, okay, yeah, I, 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 I don't know the logistics or the structure of this cave. But if they're not doing it, there's probably a reason. Okay, you know. Uh, but in 1930, so 30 years later, after this, these carvings were found. The cave was open to the public for guided tours. The cave continues to be further explored; more and more territories of this cave are found each year. Sick, but still, no treasure. It's still lost, allegedly hidden in a different cave. Mm-hmm. Round number three now. Okay. In nearby Oklahoma, about two hundred fifty miles away from the old Spanish treasure cave, is the loot of one of America's most prolific Civil War time outlaws jesse james oh shit okay not to be confused with present day jesse james who's some tv personality you type I in jesse james and some some dude shows about? up okay <laughs> but um out of curiosity marianne do you know anything about jesse james the outlaw the outlaw
1: well let's see he was an outlaw first of all did hey, some right. did some burgles did, did some burglars some, burgles.
0: <laughs> some burgles robbies and, and
1: burgles you know what i mean
0: oh riddies and pussies riddies and pussies <laughs>
1: Um, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wish I had been recording your face. Bandit, <laughs> you just looked up into space like longingly. Uh, that's fine because I didn't either. Okay, I I heard like I hear the name Jesse James, but prior to this research, of course. But I heard the name Jesse James, and I was like. Some hot robber, right? Like Yeah,
1: <laughs> bandit, outlaw, rebel with a cause, James Dean type, you know?
0: James Dean, exactly. I think of James Dean type. So Jesse James. Jesse James. As you probably know.
1: I do. I know everything about Jesse James, as we've established. <laughs> but please, tell the audience.
0: So Jesse James would be right up there with Billy the Kid in terms of, like, old Western outlaw stereotypes, would mm-hmm. you say? Yeah. I would say. Causing a ruckus and making the West wild, so to speak. Jesse James made his fortune by hijacking trains, robbing banks, and participating in pro-Confederate guerrilla warfare, which includes in a big ol' massacre in Centralia, Missouri. Not a great dude. Okay. It's rumored, though, that Jesse James had a bunch of, quote-unquote, hidey holes in the U.S. and possibly parts of Mexico, and now some of these like little treasures have actually been found.
1: Okay, cool. Because he
0: would rob places, and before he could get caught by the cops, he would bury it. Not super well, obviously, because it was found. But like, he would bury it—no maps or anything. It just little, little holes in the ground. Right. The particular treasure, though. Tell me I'm, about it. I'm gonna tell you about it. The This is Jesse treasure... James's
1: treasure.
0: This is goddamn Jesse James. This is goddamn Jesse James. The particular treasure mm-hmm. that I'm focusing on today. Yes. Yeah. Was so large. Oh shit. That it took around 18 mules to transport it. Mules. Mules. Donkeys. At the at
1: the, at the time of him. Uh, getting rid of it, or they found it and it took 18 They
0: stole 18 mules that were carrying a butt-ton of gold. Oh.
1: Yeah. So did he stash away the mules too? I don't think so. I know where we can find the treasure. We find the oldest mule farm.
0: (laughs) We find the oldest mule graveyard, actually. Most likely. Um, But anyway, so... This treasure, this eighteen mule treasure, this metric fuck ton of treasure, uh, is potentially located, most likely located somewhere in the Keechee Hills in Oklahoma. Okay. As the story goes, this is what happened with the mules. Want to happen- hear what happened with the mules? Before? I'd like to hear about the mules, please. In late February of eighteen seventy-six, Jesse good year. James. It was a good year. Yeah, remember that? Remember that time we were uh.
1: Don't expand it. Just let me say good year and move on.
0: (laughs) Jesse, Jesse James and his gang of 10 men staged a detailed attack on a caravan of Mexican guards, transporting just so much gold. Just so much gold. The gang was successful. They stole 18 mules worth of gold, I guess. Or that's not how you phrase it. They stole 18 mules carrying a butt ton of gold and began traversing across Texas into Indian territory, quote unquote, which was... Which is now present day Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, and like parts past that. They made it all the way to the Kichi Hills, which is outside of now Cement Oklahoma, or cement. Both I think both pronunciations are accurate. Before they were stalled by a snowstorm and had to rest. The mules could no longer carry this crazy treasure. Knowing that all that sweet loot would slow them down if the law ever caught up to them, Jesse decided to bury the treasure in hopes of coming back for it later. Okay. Spoiler alert. He he didn't come back for it later. He dies before he comes back for the treasure. What what you you going and die for? Silly boy. Jesse and his brother Frank, who was... Part of this gang of hooligans left several clues as to the treasure's location, which include carvings on rocks, a mule's hoof nailed to a tree, and I couldn't understand exactly what the article meant by this, but he emptied both of his six shooters as another landmark, and I'm not sure if that means like he just shot like Jesse James into the side of a rock or something or if he just like left he probably his two guns there he
1: probably like shot at like a tree or a rock or something to like leave bullet marks that's my
0: thought that's my thought but there was there I also was listening to a video about something like they found the actual physical guns on the ground so I got a little confused okay but I think you're right he probably like just shot a bunch of bullets into a rock the biggest clue of all, though, is a brass bucket.
1: A brass bucket mm-hmm. for milking the mules. <laughs> <laughs> for... <laughs> By the way, you can't milk. I don't think you can milk a mule. Can you? I don't can think so. I don't
0: think so. <laughs> so, this bucket in question had a carved message on the side of it <gasps> when it was uncovered. <gasps> the bucket was found. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <gasps> in 1932, in Tarbone Mountain, in the bucket was an 1841 U.S. penny. Whoa. And the key to a wind-up watch. A key <gasps> what? that matches a pocket watch. Found on a hill called Buzzard's <gasps> Roost, which is in the Keechee Hills. The way
1: you just did that was so Nicolas Cage in <laughs> National Treasure.
0: Thank you! It was so perfectly Thank you. It was so
1: perfectly Nick Cage delivery.
0: I was going for Nick Cage.
1: You went a key a a, a, a watch key a key a key that and 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 they said but but <laughs> it's, like when, it's like when he's deciphering the riddle on like the pipe. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, we're going to decipher a riddle on the side of a bucket now. Wow. Buzzard's Roost. Buzzard's
1: Roost where Buzzard's Roost.
0: Also, probably, also contains carvings of this treasuring question. Okay. Uh, that hunters believe point to the location of the loot. Sick. But it wasn't what was in the bucket that was interesting
1: it was It was. What was on the bucket the bucket had the carving right
0: yes I think I uh I think I, I meant to make that a little more teasy oh, and then forgot because gotcha. it was 2am but anyway you want to hear what was written on the side of the spoken, I want right? to hear
1: what was was it carved engraved or written
0: carved crudely carved. very crudely, crudely carved. carved probably it with said, like
1: big boy Jesse was here with, with a, a Z, Z. <laughs>
0: It might as well have, genuinely. (laughs) What did it actually say? This is what's written on the bucket. Okay. This, the fifth day of March, 1876, in the year of our lord, 1876, we the undersigned do this day organize a bounty bank. We will go to the west side of the Keechee Hills, which is about 50 yards from... Symbol of Cross Sabers, in parentheses. Follow the trail line coming through the mountains just east of the lone hill where we buried the jack. The mule. His grave is east of that rock. This contract made and entered into this V-Day. I'm assuming that means five because March 5th. Into this V-Day of March 1876. This gold shall belong to who signs below. And then below this message are... Ten names, including Jesse James himself his
1: brother How big is this fucking bucket? It's. I have a picture. Show it to me right now. Because I was. As you were saying, the bucket is crudely carved. I was thinking, okay, they can fit like five words.
0: That's the bucket.
1: That took ten years.
0: There's like a little pickaxe.
1: Dear Jesse James, do less.
0: Nah man, he's writing out a contract for all this On a gold. bucket, he ain't got no paper. Dear
1: Jesse James, get some paper and Dear Maria, do less.
0: This yeah. bucket was called the Bucket Contract, Oh, I which like bound that. the gang to secrecy <gasps> of the treasure's location, with the intention, as I mentioned, to return later. Jenna, can we bind our secrets on buckets? Yeah, totally, man. Uh, to this day, the treasure has not been found. Whoa, crazy. My guess.
1: <laughs> Did they go up to the roost and follow the signs and everything?
0: Oh, yeah. People have followed these, these signs all over the place. It, it, from what I understand, and this is me uh, extrapolating from the things I've uh, soaked up in my brain about this, it seems like all of the carvings and signs point to each other. <laughs>
1: So maybe it's centered within
0: all that? See, that was my thought too, but I'm pretty sure someone else would have also thought of that. Unless we're just smarter than everyone. Treasure. Treasure. Probably, this is my guess, Treasure probably was real. However, <gasps> there were 10, 11, I think, if you include Jesse, because I think it was 10 gang members and Jesse James. However, there were 10 to 11 people in on this secret, right? Jesse James was shot by one of these members and killed. (gasps) So, like, it's entirely possible that this guy that killed Jesse James probably went back for the treasure. He probably got it already.
1: I wonder if burying it was Jesse's idea. Because Jesse was, like, the leader, right? Yeah. Maybe it was, like, a mutiny among the, the squad. And they all were like, let's just kill Jesse and go back and split the stuff.
0: I don't think that's how it went, but, like, kind of? in a, On a smaller scale, kind of. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get too much into how he died or why or anything like that. I was trying to focus on the treasure. Okay. I can do an episode on Jesse no. James if you want. I'm just
1: it. thinking maybe maybe Frank was like, nah, dude.
0: But speaking of messages <gasps> leading to a hidden treasure.
1: I'm going to stop gasping because I feel like it's going to get annoying for the listeners. I'm sorry, I guys. feel like you're
0: going to get dry mouth and you're going to need some water. And you don't I have already water. have dry mouth. So I've, should...
1: I'm chronically dry. You should... <laughs> I meant to say dehydrated, <laughs> but you get it. Dry. <laughs> um Dehydrated is what I meant to Do say. Do you want some
0: water? No. I have some water. Keep going. I'm going to hydrate like I a refuse. good person. Oh,
1: hydrate or dehydrate, unless you're
0: me. <laughs> hydrate or dehydrate, stretch or be stretched. Speaking. Speaking. Of messages leading to hidden treasure. <gasps> On to our next lost United States treasure. This is the one that I think you've heard of. Have you ever heard of the Beale ciphers? Yes. I knew it. Oh, man, I knew it. So I I knew this because you're just so into ciphers. Am I? You're uh, like, you are in my mind, the riddle person. Like, you're you're great at riddles and you're good at like deciphering.
1: I am very good at riddles.
0: You are very, very good. To the point
1: of upsetting people.
0: (laughs) I've been upset by it before. This is true. Anyway, so the Beale ciphers, for those of you who do not know. In 1885, a pamphlet was printed, which stirred up much interest amongst cypher enthusiasts such as yourself, Maria. The cover of this pamphlet read, The Beale Papers, containing authentic statements regarding the treasure buried in 1819 and 1821 from Buford's in Bedford County, Virginia, and which has never been recovered. Price, 50 cents. That's the cover. Okay. Inside the cover is the story of a man named Thomas J. Beale who buried a treasure, a secret treasure, somewhere in Bedford County, Virginia. Beale, just before disappearing, never to be seen again, entrusted a box to a local innkeeper named Robert Morris. Robert decided to sit on this box for 23 years before ever opening it. But when he did, inside were three pieces of paper, full, and these pieces of paper just riddled with numbers. No number was more than three digits long, each separated by a comma. He then gave, he being Robert Morris, he then gave the papers to an unknown friend before he died. The friend, somehow, was able to solve one of these three papers, paper number two specifically. The solved cipher reads, I have deposited in the county of Bedford, about four miles from Buford's, in an excavation or vault six feet below the surface of the ground, the following articles belonging jointly to the parties whose names are given in number three. And I think number three is probably the third cipher here within. The first deposit consisted of 1014 pounds of gold and 3,812 pounds of silver deposited November eighteen. 18- Nineteen. The second was made December 1821 and consisted of nineteen hundred and seven pounds of gold and twelve hundred and eighty eight of silver, also jewels, obtained in St. Louis in exchange to save transportation and valued at thirteen thousand dollars at the time, anyway. The above is securely packed in iron pots with iron covers. The vault is roughly lined with stone and the vessels rest on solid stone and are covered with others. Paper number one describes the exact locality of the vault so that no difficulty will be had in finding it. That was very long and I'm sorry.
1: When you read things verbatim, you yell
0: them. Do I? Yeah. I'm tr- I-, I yell them because I'm afraid I'm going to start mumbling. Yeah. It's it's one or the other. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, sorry that was so long. That's okay. But ultimately, this friend, who figured out one cipher, was unable to decipher the other two and decided, you know what, general public, your fucking turn. So he published it. And As you can imagine, people went a little crazy trying to solve these ciphers. Some even think that the Declaration of Independence is the key to solving one of the papers. Yeah,
1: nice. There it Question. is. Question. Hello, Nick. If, if he Hello? if he if he deciphered the entire number two note and couldn't do one and three, I would think that one and three have a different codex.
0: That's probably true. Or maybe the second the second paper. Yeah, maybe the second paper was deciphered incorrectly.
1: I feel like you don't get that much detail from an incorrectly deciphered Probably
0: not. I'm just kind of throwing it out there. But to this day, the ciphers have never been deciphered. Many people believe it's a hoax. Historians aren't even sure that they know who Thomas J. Beale is or if he exists at all. Now, censuses weren't great back in the day because they didn't include a lot of current states. So, like, it's kind of hard to tell. But, like, from what historians could dig up... No no Thomas J. Beale anywhere in the area. Okay. There is speculation, however, that Edgar Allan Poe was the true author of the ciphers. Have you heard this theory before? I
1: have. <laughs> I've heard most things about Edgar Allan Poe, TBH.
0: this So this theory is due to his well-known love of ciphers and the fact that he was in Virginia at the time that the treasure would have been buried in the story. But... Poe died way before the Beale Papers were ever published, so unless he had, like, a raven set for pre-scheduled delivery, I don't think he had anything to do with the Beale Papers. So now by this time, Maria, you might be thinking, well, maybe all of these are a hoax. Maybe they're all fake. Maybe these treasure maps are just to drive people completely crazy. Well, maybe not. Allow me to restore your dreams of finding hidden riches with the tale of a man who did find buried treasure. Now on to... Forest Fens Deadly Rocky Mountain Challenge. I know this one. Do you know this one? I do it it this happened one. recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like within the past year. I can't believe someone found it. That's awesome, though. That is insane. It? So the man who did this treasure hunt wanted, who found the treasure, sorry. The man who found this treasure wanted to remain anonymous. Unfortunately his name has since been revealed due to increasing litigations against him for finding the treasure. Okay. Uh but I'm just gonna keep it out of the podcast because yeah. I think the fact that he's being sued is ridiculous. Cause like finder's keepers, man. We all know you're just jealous. Anyway, the Finder, who I'm just gonna refer to him as the Finder, okay. has chosen also not to disclose the location in which he found this loot. So what is Forrest Fenn's treasure? Do you know anything about it? It came out recently, like very, very recently. So, like, do you know anything about it at all?
1: It, it's it's like what I said earlier about the whole, like, scavenger hunt for the benefit of others sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. that It falls under exactly what you said I was there. thinking
1: of that when I was saying that. So
0: was I. I was like, oh, I can't wait till like, I get to that part. <laughs> all right. So, Major Forest Fen, U.S air force pilot was inspired to hide a secret treasure after being diagnosed with terminal cancer in 18 i'm sorry 1988 he also considered making this location his final resting place Fenn miraculously recovered from his illness and in 2010 released a self-published book titled the thrill of the chase a memoir which was a collection of stories about his life in this memoir Fenn included a 24-line poem that, if solved, which I guess it was, would lead searchers to his hidden treasure buried somewhere north of Santa Fe in the Rocky Mountains. Our finder became completely obsessed with the poem when he read it in 2018, and for two years he searched relentlessly. On June 6th of 2020, our finder officially deciphered the poem, Finding Fenn's Treasure Somewhere in Wyoming. Hell Yeah. I guess having a whole lot of free time during quarantine wasn't bad for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> as cool and awesome as the story is, it is important to remember that five people did lose their lives in attempts to find Fen's buried treasure. Fen faced quite a lot of criticism after these deaths, and many accused him of sending people on a wild goose chase just to end up dead. But Fen continued to insist that the treasure was in fact real, and it seems that Fen was waiting around as long as possible for someone to solve his riddles, because on September 7th of 2020, almost exactly a month after his treasure was found, then passed away at the ripe old age of 90. Whoa. Right? That's insane. And it was like a month almost to the exact day. Like, That's isn't crazy. that nuts? Yeah. Now, like I mentioned, our finder is currently being sued for finding the treasure in the first place. Some of these allegations are riding on the backs of these five dead, and others claim that Fenn simply disclosed the location to a complete stranger. After the treasure was found, a man named Bruno Raffos, I believe is how his name is pronounced, Bruno Raffos sued Fenn for $10 million. Well, but, like, for what? I... <laughs> Apparently, Raffos thought that he had solved the riddle... And believed that... Sorry, that was discord. Believed that the treasure was buried in Colorado. Now we know it was found in Wyoming. But before he could leave his home for the search, COVID happened. Now, Raffos claims that Fenn used the pandemic as a chance to relocate the treasure. Okay.
1: So he... This guy's like, I solved it, but shelter in place. So I guess I can't go get it where I know it is. And then when it shows up somewhere else, he goes... Oh, the guy that hid it was like people are getting too close, I better rehide it. And then someone else finds it and he sues the person who found it.
0: He sued Fen, the guy who hid it. Oh, he sued Fen? He sued Fen. I thought he was suing the finder. No, he sued Forrest Fen saying that he moved his treasure during the pandemic. Cuz the Raffos is like certain that he knew was in Colorado. But then what is that doing to Raffos? That's not... I, I don't know. Like, I think he's just mad that he was that's wrong. That's like, Jen, that's like if I went
1: to your apartment and you had a candle in the windowsill and then I went to your apartment another day and it was on a different windowsill and I sued you for moving your candle.
0: Yeah, also that. Like, it's not his treasure. What? It's not what his treasure. What does that treasure? have to do with me? What it, does it have to do with him? It doesn't. It doesn't. And, like, I know the this, this poem is supposed to lead to this exact location but like the like any cipher can lead you to the wrong location but here's if you the thing. decipher also, it incorrectly
1: also did Raphos, when he thought he solved it did he like
0: post about post it post
1: about it did he publish it did he make it known that he solved it and then like probably
0: i should look it up what the up. hell hang on okay yeah so Raphos did inform fen that he solved the puzzle and was planning to go and retrieve it so, Fen knew that Raphos thinks, thought that he knew where it was. But, like, what, what motivation would Fen have to move it? Like, wouldn't you want someone to find your treasure? I would want someone I, to find yeah, my treasure. after that long. Yeah. I mean, he hit it in 1988. It was 2020. Like, Pete, and not to mention, 2020 was just full of free time. Like, it, I don't think it's a surprise that someone found it. That's Like, and Raphos. Bruno Raffos is from France, so like what? He's from France, so it's it's like ay ay ay, you know.
1: <laughs> ay caramba!
0: Ay caramba!
1: Ay que fabulosa! Says, so like uh, I get
0: like he Sharpay. was stranded in France and he couldn't come do the treasure hunt over here. I get that, but like, man, I, I'm just mad. Like stop yeah, suing no, people. That's weird. But just, anyway, just stop suing people. I don't think it's right. Like so, is the finder okay? The finder is also being sued by who? Just a bunch of people, man, being, like, honestly, gold diggers. In my opinion, I think it's all gold digging, and it has to do with, like, the deaths that happened and all that kind of stuff. It's it's just a big, fat mess. But, yeah, what I think hell? I think these, these people are just litigious little butt nuggets, and they want a piece of the booty, and they're willing to sue for all they're worth, e- like, even if it just means draining the finder of what he found financially. Like, I personally hope none of them win. Th-
1: these must be very rich people to be wasting their money on a case that they can't possibly win.
0: Genuinely, yeah. That it, that's the only conclusion that I what can come to too. I haven't, I didn't dive super into it because I knew it would just make me mad. Yeah. To be honest with you, uh, just knowing that it happened is making me angry enough.
1: <laughs> Do we know what the treasure was?
0: I didn't write it down. In the treasure, in oh, in Fenn's treasure box, uh, were s- gold jewelry. And other f- artifacts that are believed to total over $1 million.
1: Oh, shit. Okay.
0: Yeah. It was just like a bunch of like little things. Like okay. little gold pieces, jewels, like jewelry, that kind of stuff. All right. Um, The box itself is really cool. Hell yeah. It, it's like, it's got all these etchings on it. It's got like these sage frogs, it looks like. It's cool again. Yeah. Personally, I hope none of these people suing our finder here win. It does make me wonder though, because I was gonna close this, you know, with a with a semi mankey zone type deal, but I was starting to think maybe this means you shouldn't go looking for treasure because you're just go, gonna get no, sued. Find but, treasure like, and then don't fucking let anyone know. Don't tell anyone about it. But to officially close, Maria. Genevieve. I asked you not to come upstairs for a little bit. Yeah. Earlier. Why? Did you hide something in here? I hid something in you here. You motherfucker. <laughs> I was wondering because I came up here and there was no
1: like special thing.
0: <laughs> I, d- I was like, I got to set up something special. All right, do you have quick. do
1: you have a riddle
0: for me? Do you have a clue? I do have a riddle for oh, you.
1: Good. Where's my? Thank phone? you. Okay. I'm glad I'm not just hopelessly digging through oh, this room that, that I just cleaned.
0: So Maria, yes. somewhere we're gonna we're about to do a treasure hunt. Okay. Somewhere hidden in this attic, this very spacious attic, is a bag of beef jerky. <laughs> my interest is piqued. Uh, Now, I have a cypher for you. Um, I'm going to set a... I was going to do 60 seconds. 60 seconds? I was going to let you... I was going to read the cypher, and then you have 60 seconds to find it. Because it's a small room, and you're also really good at riddles, so I think 60 seconds is a good time. If you think... I'm going to get ready to stand up. (laughs) (laughs) She's pushing the desk away. All right. I'm going to read this cypher, and... You have to find it within 60 seconds.
1: God, that's so stressful. Are you ready? No.
0: Here's what's going to happen. If you find the bag, it's all yours. Okay. If you don't find the bag within 60 seconds, we have to share.
1: Can it be be 90 seconds?
0: (laughs) You really want this bag of beef
1: jerky. (laughs) I just really want to find it.
0: (laughs) All right. Are you ready? Sure. Oh my god. All right, you know what? I'm gonna give you 90 seconds. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're stressed. (laughs) All right, here we go. Here's the cipher that I have created. Plainly in sight, yet often tucked away, I reside in corners and under tables. You offer me to others or rest with me yourself. In times of exhaustion, you notice my absence greatly. But when you use me for too long, you itch to escape.
1: It's a chair, go. It's a chair. It's a chair. You're there's three chairs in here. There's three chairs in here. Stand up. <laughs> it's a chair. There's What are you doing? There's three chairs in here and
0: it's Why are you looking it? on the bed then? Those
1: places to sit. Right? <laughs> what else will I offer to you? Is it the crib? Did you put it in the crib? Didn't <laughs> put it in the
0: crib. 56 seconds.
1: Wait, read it again. <laughs>
0: What the fuck? you have your answer i literally told you you're right now find it but where
1: <laughs> is it on a chair <laughs> <laughs> what the hell <laughs> how what huh excuse me 30 explain 30 yourself
0: 30 seconds
1: explain yourself no, say it again.
0: Pause that fucking timer. <laughs> no. <There's>, Jenna. <laughs> 20, where? 20 seconds. Where? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's a chair. This is so funny. It's a chair. It is a chair. There's
1: three chairs in here. Yeah.
0: Where is it? Seven, six, Jenna, five, If it's anywhere four, not on a chair, three, that's fucking stupid. Two, one. Where is it? This is your head You taped it to a chair.
1: <laughs> I literally just looked on the bottom of this chair. I looked on the bottom of both of these chairs, Jenna. Is it on the bottom of your chair? What the hell? You're not looking hard enough. What are you <laughs> talking
0: about? <laughs> give me my duct tape. Give me give me the tape. <laughs> you
1: taped it to there's three chairs and I've analyzed all three of them. Not very well.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not Spinning me around. <laughs> It's not on any of these chairs! Yes it is! No it's not! Yes it is! No, is. isn't! Jenna, where on this chair could it be?
0: Jesus, you covered it! Well yeah, it's bright red on a black chair! Of course I covered it! Why would you do that? Because I didn't want you to see it! I thought I was looking for a bag, not a water duct tea! You're gonna leave it on the chair?
1: It's a chair.
0: Get the jerky out, the I want a
1: piece. is a chair. Yeah,
0: but you didn't find it. Take your lies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Take your damn lies.
0: You want a piece of jerky? No,
1: fuck you. I do.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't even like that kind.
0: What do you mean you don't like that kind? They didn't have teriyaki, I'm sorry. I solved it immediately. You didn't find it, though. How the hell? Just goes to show how hard treasure hunting is. What the fuck? (laughs) Good job. You did solve it. You just didn't find the treasure. This is a good riddle. Thank you. It was between the chair and taping it underneath your desk. Do you want to hear the riddle for the desk?
1: Sure, but can you say it with jerky not in your mouth? Um, no. Because this is an
0: audio platform? Clearing the jerky out. Okay. This was the one for under the desk. In a corner or front and center, both for the student and the mentor, Secrets and messages are kept within, often where a story will begin. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. Yeah, so those those are the five hidden treasures that I decided to expand on this week. I hope you enjoyed my stories. I had a very good time, Genevieve. You got some crazy eyes at me right now. (laughs) Don't do your little pointy finger thingy. (laughs) What is this even called? The tapping your fingers together?
1: I don't know. I call them the uwu fingers. The uwu fingers. (laughs) I don't know what they're actually called.
0: Anyway, thank you, Maria, for listening. And thank you, listeners, for listening. Please, if you have a second, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or on Stitcher. We are trying to grow as a podcast and reach more ears. Treasure hunt for more listeners? Listener hunt, perhaps? Yes. Apparently, Maria's next episode involves pirates, so keep within the spirit. Maybe we'll find out. You
1: didn't talk at, at all about national treasure.
0: I, I said it was a blip on the radar. Oh, okay. Declaration of Independence. Okay, so what we need to
1: do is clear our schedule, have snacks, and watch Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, Goonies. Goonies. National treasure. Totally.
0: Yep, we gotta set up a date for that. We have to have a friend date. I'll bring the jerky. What
1: time to be alive? Thanks for listening to Wonder Binge Podcast. Jenna and I are gonna go treasure hunting, and when we find it, we'll never tell anyone, and it'll all be ours, and fuck you.
0: Yep. You can't do us if you don't know.
1: I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say the F word (laughs) at the end there. I just wanted to say I love you. Bye.
0: I love you. Bye.